So if you listen to episode 26A, you heard the first part of our drunken review collection of thoughts, philosophical musings on Joyner Lucas's song, I'm Not Racist. Well, this is episode 26B. This is the second half of that song broken down by your two favorite, you know, geniuses. Anyways, the reason I'm introing this is not to tell you what this is because it's going to be apparent real quickly. And we continue to get progressively more, you know, creatively fluid as the alcohol increased. But I'm here right now to talk to you about something much more serious. And that is, that's that's the can. And the can is destroying people's lives daily. And uh, there is a great company out there that's doing everything it can to fight the can. And they, they're helping you to kick the can. And that company is Strikeforce Energy. Strikeforce Energy is a teeniest, tiniest pouch full of energy in the universe. And their goal, their only goal in life is to help you kick that can. So whether your can is Monster or Red Bull, now you don't have to drag that thing around like some kind of caveman. You can have dignity restored to your life in a tiny little pouch that you just tear and pour into your favorite beverage at at your convenience. So kick the can. I mean, I'm getting overwhelmed here. Kick the can. Go to strikeforceenergy.com and put in the promo code Blue Eye Mafia for 20% off. I, I'm just, I've been swept away by emotion. Um, enjoy the episode. Again, Blue Eye Mafia is the code B L U I M A F I A at strikeforceenergy.com. Kick that can, man. And enjoy the episode. All right, hit it up. All right, here goes uh, the black side of things. Okay, yes. So this is the uh, response. The whole thing is wrapped by Brandon Lucas, but it switches between the characters in the video. I wish that I knew yours. Not racist. I swear. Disrespect, I don't really like you white motherfuckers That's just where I'm at Screaming all lives matter is a protest To my protest, what kind of shit is that? And that's one war you'll never win The power in the word nigga is a different sin We shouldn't say it but we do And that's just what it is But that don't mean that you can say it Just cause you got nigga friends Nigga That word was originated for you to keep us under And when we use it we know that's just how we greet each other And when you use it we know there's a double meaning under And even if I wasn't picking cotton physically that don't mean I'm not infected by the history. My grandmama was a slave. That shit gets to me, and you ain't got no motherfucking sympathy, you pussy nigga. I'm sorry, you can never fail my life. I'm trying to have faith, but I never fell all right. It's hard to elevate when this country's ran by whites, judging me by my skin color and my blackness. Trying to find a job, but ain't nobody call me back yet. Now I gotta sell drugs and put food in my cabinet. You crackers ain't slick. This is all a part of your tactics. Don't talk about no motherfucking taxes when I ain't making no dough. You think you know everything, but you don't. You want to copy our slang and everything that we know. Try to steal black culture and make it your own. Okay, so in that portion, he talks about um, uh, knowing the pain of slavery. Now, the chronological thing with that, the grandma was a slave, doesn't really make sense because the age of the guy in the video. 
That would be more like his great grandma. But great, okay, great that's a silly peccadillo. But what the point that he's making is not unfair because it's not totally unfair because but, well, if you've watched the show movie Maids, yeah, which is exactly. based in the sixties, his his that their mothers were technically they were they slaves. were still treated as slaves until the sixties. Black people were still treated as slaves, even though they weren't necessarily now not in all states for, though. We do have to, no. There is a difference because California. Because, because one thing they do do that they leave out a lot is in movies and Hollywood and the media is like yeah, like but, the whole country was this racist place. No, it wasn't. No, There's actually was a lot of states where black people could do whatever the fuck they wanted, and there was no re- nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, even cool. places like Salt Lake City, you know, Oregon, California, Washington. They just weren't very populated. This they weren't populated. They were the still same. treated. There was still prejudice and stuff going. Prejudice, on, but not the same. But there's a yeah. difference between prejudice and like no being there, tre- living a, in a little hut. There's a, no, no. I can actually I can compare it. <clears throat> what I can compare it to now is what liberals do to Mexicans. Mm-hmm. They take them. They let them come here out of pity, and then they put them in a fucking. 500 of them in a fucking shitty apartment complex and pay for that with government taxes and then go, eh, it's all good, actually. It doesn't, we need to love them. Or you drive by past some of these fields where they pick f- food yeah. and you'll notice like there's all these little white oh, yeah. houses lined up, like 10 of them. You're where like, they, what the fuck are those for? 20 people live in. Oh, that's where the Mexicans live because that way they're close to the fields. Wow, that reminds me of something. Reminds me of when you watch 12 Years a Slave and there's these fucking houses lined up next to the cotton fields, and that's where they fucking live. Why do they do that? It's because they they don't care about the, the person. Liberals don't care about Mexicans in today's culture. They care about what makes them feel good. And what makes them feel good is letting them jump the border illegally. And well, then a, they put them a, in— It's a virtue signaling Olympics. But then they put them in the same place that they put black people, that liberals put black people in 150 years ago. It's the same thing, just with a little bit lighter skin tone. Yeah. Well, and it's so prejudiced. But what he's saying about, you know, you guys still are culture and stuff. That part, I, I'm 50-50 on that because, like, I, I can see from the perspective of a, of a black person, right? Like, you guys want to take- I'm confused, too, because I don't want to go to jail, so I don't know no, what he's talking about. <laughs> But what what he's saying is like you take our music, you take our our stuff, like what's cool. Our that is slang. confusing though. A little no, no, no. Actually, it's not that confusing because what he's saying is you take all this stuff from us, right? Like, like you think rap oh, music's like, cool. So Jordans, like wearing Jordans. You think rap music's cool? You think our clothes are cool? You think this is cool? That's cool. But then you still look at us as less than you. Like you take the good things that we do, and you're like, that's fucking cool. Stay over there, Blackie. Like it's so, and you mean like celebrities do. That's what I was going to say is that a lot of that comes from the very, the very, uh, the, the cosmopolitan view of the liberals, right? Oh, we have all these cultures. We're still the best because we're white liberals, but. And actually the only thing in our culture is hot dogs and fucking. And boringness, right? But 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 I do see what he's saying. And, I agree. No, I agree with but that. But I also agree with this, is that when you look at conservatives, right, or more, or I shouldn't even say it, less social justice types, less progressive types, right? Because liberals don't really fall into this category as much as progressives. And I think that distinction needs to be made. Yeah. But conservatives 
don't steal culture from other people. They're very protective of their culture. Yeah, they wear blue jeans and fucking t-shirts. Yeah, which is not necessarily to their, which is not always to their benefit. But they don't. No. The cultural appropriation stuff, if you will, not I'm not saying that's actually a real thing, but if you're looking at it from like people that go, no. oh, rappers are so cool, they're so awesome, put that guy in jail. That's not coming from your conservative because they're like, that rap is evil. <laughs> you know. And I don't want to dress like that. But then you yeah. see you see all the little the Kardashian girls. No, the wiggers. But the Kardashian girls, yeah, they run around the and Shirts with two on stole, it and, and they, baggy clothes, and they all well, oh, the Karda- we're cool. Kardashians are a terrible example because they they give their pussies to black guys constantly. They're not racist for sure. They like black people. No, but they definitely have a class system in their mind. Definitely, but no, no, my point is they they're actually people stealing. They're the ones taking that culture. Is my point. Like I'm not taking that. I don't give a fuck about that. No, no, you'll see them wearing that shit. But what I'm saying though is like when you look at these waspy little fucks, and do they? Let's be real here. Like they really? Do they really steal their cult? Like do they like Mac men or do they like putting them in insane asylums? Lamar Odom tried to kill himself multiple times. Kanye is a nut job. Reggie Bush barely <laughs> got out, out alive. <laughs> it works out. It doesn't work out. But my point, my point is though, is you look at you look at like elites. They go, oh, this is cool stuff, but they still look down on black people because they're black. Yeah, and that's kind of what he's getting at. I, and I agree. I don't. I don't disagree. And I would have to say that blacks now, do that to blacks. And here's you look the at thing, LeBron here's James. But the I'm beauty saying of this song. When we come to the end of the song, it has a beautiful resolution. And I do want to point that out as we go through it, because. But I, oh. What he he's pointing out like kind of extreme ends like the black guy he's like fuck you from the get go he's like I don't like you one motherfuckers yeah that's just where I'm at he doesn't he's saying like I don't trust you fuckers because you guys like my music you like my style but you don't like me like you don't like what's on, like you don't like me you think that I'm a piece of shit I'm a welfare dick I belong in jail because I'm a drug addict. You know, you locked so my dad it, up. It, it, you locked it, my uncle but, up. But in, but it's a profound. It is profound. Like as much as sometimes I think, like when he explains it, there's a couple times where I feel like it's a obviously a, he's going to be from a, a little unfair. But it's coming from his perspective too, and from his perspective versus a generalization about all of America, right? Yes. Because this is a huge country. You have to remember, America's not like other countries. There's no country like us ever. One, there's, and you have We're to remember, there's lots of popu- and portions dense. of black populations that don't feel oppressed in any way, shape, or form. But there's also a lot that do. No, but my point is, like, no, no, no. there's yeah, a lot yeah. that do. But I'm saying, like, even this song, there's a lot of black guys that would listen to this song and go, what the fuck is he talking about? Well, that goes back to work on his farm that he owns yeah. in Missouri. And he doesn't give a fuck with no. That, honestly, that's what's cool about Buckethead Nation, because he agrees with both sides of the song almost equally. Uh-huh. So when the white guy is talking shit and like fuck, you need to pull your pants up. You need to get to work. He agrees with that. Like, well, and, and, and it's crazy. Listen to old black dads well, who his, didn't leave their kids or well, who no, didn't no, go to jail. Watching his face while he's watching this, like the pain. Yeah, no. I know. I think like, I watched like half. Of it's it. like it's startling. Yeah. But he also is like, yeah, that's dead on. Yeah. And then when the black kid talks and he's saying this stuff right now, right? 
it's almost an identical yeah. reaction, but from a different perspective because he's going, dude, I remember when white people used to call me nigger yeah. and meant it in a bad way. Yeah. You know, like, oh, and, yeah, no. and one quick note, because I know the N word has been used a lot in this podcast. Guess what, motherfuckers? We don't censor the use of a word because it's a bad word. We're not using this towards anybody. Yeah, you silly cunts. You silly cunts. We're not using this towards anybody. And if you take away the ability to discuss something in an academic sense or a historical sense or from the perspective of examining the, a word and its power, you're an idiot. Because saying the N-word is exactly the fucking same as saying nigger. As one person put it, and I can't remember who it was that said this, but they said, it's just a fucking tricky way for white people to keep saying Bob Hope, nigger. I think. No, it wasn't Bob Hope. No, it definitely wasn't Bob Hope. <laughs> but it, it is. It's just a tricky word of saying nigger all the time yeah. instead of saying it sparingly. Mm -hmm. Because we don't use this for outrage. We don't. Well, Joe does sometimes. Sometimes he does use it for comedy and outrage and silliness. But really, it, it is a horrible word. And it should never be used towards a person. It's a fucked up thing to say because it is racist as fuck. But when you're talking about it in a historical context or in an academic context or in an abstract context where you're just talking yeah, yeah. about the use no, of I, the word. Yeah. We don't to, censor. To, to sit there and use a we got it. To use a euphemism for it <laughs> is moronic. Anyways, what I was going to say, oh, though, with black people even stealing black culture, yeah. you look at people like famous football players and basketball players. Yeah. They they rock the Jordans, they wear the black culture yeah. loud and proud, and then they go lock themselves in Beverly Hills behind their locked gate and go, yeah. I don't want anything to do with you. Well, that, you know My buddy like is, you know, Bruce Springsteen and all these other rich elites. LeBron James, he's, he's not friends with people from the ghetto. He'll drop you a check once in a while and then come and shake some of your kids' hands. Yeah, but he don't he, give a fuck. And he also doesn't set that example and say, hey, I love our rap music, but we got to fix this well, up. We well, got to stand at, up and go, we can't make this music our lives as well. If we want to yeah. sing about drugs and that stuff, that's fine. Just like, yeah, white, yeah, right, yeah, just like white people who sing about trucks. There's a no, difference. No, 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 I was going to say. There's a difference. Let me, let me finish. Because if you're, singing like, if you're singing about it from a critical standpoint, explaining the culture let me finish. Let me finish. versus glorifying it. White people sing about trucks and country music and dogs and divorce, right? Let's fucking hear me out. But that doesn't mean everybody. Still makes Luke Bryan a cunt. <laughs> I, my point, no, no. My point, though, is not everybody that listens to country music. Actually goes, does that, oh, yeah. I need to, because, oh, this is my culture. I got to have a fucking lifted truck, tight jeans, cowboy boots, and a cowboy yeah. hat. No, the majority just dress like fucking whatever. They're in their dickies. They're in their fucking skate Skinny gear. jeans, whatever. They're in skinny gear. They're in baggy jeans. Chuck Taylors, They're whatever. in overalls. They're in whatever the fuck they wear, and they don't give a shit. Like, that song means something to them, kind of, but they don't take it literally in a sense. Whereas you got guys like... Molly Percocet, like, uh, what the fuck's his name? I don't know what his name what is. What is that guy's name? I don't remember. Anyways, you got He's him. He's one or, of the top rappers, right? Yeah. Oh, but had, oh, kind of. I had, I had Anyways, but you can't, you listen no, to that. he is one of the top, like, no, I know, but critically you, acclaimed rappers. You take that, and then future, you look. The future, future. future. 
Just future. Future, yeah. But you take that song and then you look at black people, you know, black communities, and they take that song literally. They take that song as like, we got to represent, yeah. like Molly Perks, we got to represent that hood culture. Well, and and all- you're like, whoa, kids, whoa, listen to the music. Just like I listen to it. Yeah. I don't go start wearing the sideways hat and <clears throat> begging my pants and start doing drugs or selling well, drugs and you think I need to you do don't that go to sa- represent my culture. You don't go suck a dick like Luke Bryan. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. No. So, like, being well, able to sing well, about that, something, but honestly, that's where I'm that's saying LeBron Joyner, James no, no, and that, people's that's stuff. That's what Joyner Lucas but that's, he the, literally Joyner was Lucas saying, isn't though. famous like this. No, no, but he was saying, though. And he will never get that, famous by saying stuff like this. He was saying, though, that, like, the rap music, the glor- like Molly Percocet, he didn't say it by name, but he was yeah, yeah. obviously <laughs> referencing in particular yeah. that song. Gucci gang, saying, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. He was saying, shit like, like that. that shit is corruptive. It's not, it's not, it's not critical of it. It's not pointing out, like, when Immortal Technique sings about, like, But that's not my point. Horrors that's not my ghetto. point. That is not, my, my point right now is that somebody like LeBron James should be coming out talking about that rap song, going, yeah. hey, kids, you guys want to listen to that, but parents, we need to watch our kids and what they listen to. Dads, you need to be there to make sure your kids aren't listening to this stuff when they're six years old. Instead, go to any middle school. Every one of those kids in those the fucking schools play the fucking music. Exactly my point. But you yeah. go, but you go to a black middle school. Those kids know every lyric to all those songs. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the, no, that's what I'm saying. They know the music videos. They know the dances, and it's all cool. And everybody thinks it's great, but it's not because that kid's too young to know that shit. Yeah. Just like I don't let my kids listen to Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah. I don't go out and get dreadlocks and start fucking banging drums. Because I listen to that music because that's culturally me. No, I listen to that when I work out. And then I make sure my kids don't listen to it because it's not appropriate for them right now. Yeah. But you look at black communities well, and, and what they've and, done to it with rap music and go, well, it's cultural. That doesn't mean that your kid gets to listen to NWA. Yeah. Have, but that's where I say, the, my point well, was just strictly. Get, as they get older, sure. <laughs> when they but, can understand what it means. my point was strictly people like LeBron James, people like Michael Jordan, they need to come out and talk and put a kibosh on that because they are young black people will listen to them. Yeah. In that sense. Well, they're role models. And they need to be the guys to do it. Instead, they don't. They get they get that next class up and go, Diddy goes, I don't give a fuck about the ghetto. Yeah. Diddy's worth $100 billion or whatever the fuck he's worth. Not yeah. that, but you know, $100 million, $200, $300 million. He don't give a fuck about With the ghetto Jay-Z. anymore. They all live in these 50th story well, Jay-Z, mansions Jay-Z that out, cost hundreds of millions of dollars. Puts out of that brilliant song. OJ? About, no, Jay-Z. <laughs> I know, OJ? Which brilliant song? Jay-Z. The, no, no, the poor nigga, rich renego. OJ, yes. That song is called OJ. Was that called OJ? Oh. <clears throat> he puts out that song, though, which is not, it, like, it's kind of a good, it's, it's, it's deep. Like, it's not a fucking. But it's not deep to a seven-year-old. That's, yeah, that's <clears throat> and that's right. why I'm saying he needs well, to step up and, and what's go, he, hey. What's he doing for the fucking neighborhood <clears throat> he came from? Fucking Snoop Dogg, that piece of shit cunt. I fucking hate that cocksucker. And I've always hated him. But Snoop Dogg came on Howard Stern about, fuck, probably 10 years ago now. And he's talking about the fucking hoes he's still running in the hood and beating with the shoe. People should have shamed that fucking cocksucker. Instead, instead, now instead, he's politically no, no. active instead, talking about Trump. Instead of putting his fucking money into that neighbor, into that community, yes, 
He, runs he was like fucking running the crime in it. Well, what's that his name? Fucking piece of shit. What football? Oh, player and Snoop Dogg. If you ever fucking hear this, you motherfucker. Fuck you, you piece of shit, you skinny cock sucking fuck. I fucking hate Snoop Dogg because that guy is the, of all the rappers I've ever heard. He is the most worthless cock sucking cunt. I don't think he's gonna listen to this, but anyways, I don't care if you ever hear it, Snoop. Fuck you. Because Snoop Dogg is a worthless piece of shit. A lot of the other rappers, I will give them credit because they do talk positively about trying to change. Even if they don't do it, at least they tr- at least they project an image of trying to change. That fucking cocksucker. He's got worse talking with about, age too. It's weird. That fucking cocksucker Older's was talking got- about slapping bitches with shoes. He was a even multi-millionaire. Day, even to this day, he wasn't he talks bringing about up in his community. Shit. He was sending out little girls into the community to take dicks and beating them when they didn't bring enough money back. It's like that. And man. Howard Stern didn't call him out, which fuck Howard Stern for that. He should have called. Of course, him out nobody on that did because he's a my. But anyways, so let's that that pissed me. Yeah, that that pissed me the fuck off. Like, that was bullshit. Fuck, I'm exhausted. I can't even drive without the cops trying to start shit. I'm tired of this systematic racism bullshit. All you do is fall shit. This the shit that I'm false with. And you don't know shit about my people. That's what bothers you. You don't know about no fried chicken or no barbecue. You don't know about the two-step or no loose change. You don't know about no two chains or no Kool-Aid. You don't know. One thing really quick, not to go deep on this, but how he says that cop's stopping you, right? Yeah. If I took... No, no, no. Country music to heart and live that that right? country life. Country life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would get pulled over all the time and yeah. go to jail. Because you mean driving with Bud Lights in your fucking middle console? <laughs> Bud Lights and lifted trucks and not giving a fuck. Because lots of country music portrays that very like off road, have fun. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Let's drink and party. Tear it up. Chewing your pocket. Drinking fucking. Yeah, that's blah, what blah, I just. Blah. But my point is. In the black community, they take that shit so they take it to because from a young age you're listening to that. Nobody's telling them not to, well, and then that, they go. Well, yeah, but, what when they're okay, 13, they're hey, like, "I'm hard. Hey, I'm a hey, I'm a hey. hard fucking gang banger." You're like, oh, "Well, no, sir. Hold on. No, that song said." In, in all fairness, <clears throat> though, in all fairness, there is a difference because <clears throat> in those country those country kids that listen to that country music. One, the music is not as aggressive and not quite as explicit. Two, though. You do have to you do have to take into account that when you're talking about a compact ghetto where there's gangbangers, there's violence, they see shootings, they see all this shit, and there's no dad at home because he got picked up oh, on weed charges. Yeah, yeah, Whoa, I get that, I get that. he got picked up on weed charges, and they're fucking they don't have a dad at home. Whereas the white kids listening to Luke Bryant and shit, it ain't the same picture. So I mean, in fairness. The the music does play does play a disproportionately bigger part. Oh no, but I, I I agree because 100%. because you're looking for. But that's ro- where I'm you're saying. looking for a role model and an idol. And yes, you're right because the rappers should take more fucking responsibility, especially cunts like Snoop Dogg, who should go. Hey, and if it's not, the we rappers, have a chance to impact these hey. kids. And a guy like Joyner Lucas, right, who literally makes music that is. Fucking impactful. Will always and, be and, shut and, down in the right, but in the right way. If those kids listen to him or even Logic, they'll probably go to college and do well. That's what I was gonna say. Is if they're looking for a role model because they don't have one at home because of systemic racism, which he just mentioned. That is a huge part. That is a huge impact yeah. on their life. Whereas for country music, it doesn't really play the same role. 
Because you got dad at home. You got all that shit. Yeah, but a right? lot of kids don't. Yeah, but, but do you, but, in comparison, statistically, it's not I'm going to ask you one question. close. Go on Luke Bryan's page and see if he promotes. Yeah, but no, no, he doesn't, though. His music's a lot more positive anyways. Yeah, but it can still get compared you in a lot Molly, of fucking trouble. Go listen to all his music. Compared to Molly Perkinsett? Yeah. Compared to Molly Perkinsett? Driving no. around drunk in a lifted truck doing <laughs> donuts in the freeway can get you in a lot of... Not the same level of trouble? Hey, you know why? <clears throat> but do you know what he also... Hey, you know how many but, guys go to jail for that shit? But go to his... Almost his, none. Probably a lot more, actually. DUIs get a lot not, of trouble. No. Not in fucking... Hey. In, in, in places like Minnesota. In places like... Montana. Look up DUI statistics. There's actually a lot of people that go to jail. Nah, My point, no. Hey, in some of those states, it's also, still legal to drive with a beer in your fucking console. No, that, I'm talking about it's being literally crazy, crazy. My point is, though, you go look at those people like Luke Bryant, like Blake yeah, Shelton. Yeah. What do they do? On their stuff, they promote positivity. Listening to cops. Yeah. Listening to people, respecting no, no, no. people. I, That's my point, I, though. I, no, That's, no, I'm agreeing with yeah, that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, though, is guys like Snoop Dogg. That are like fuck everybody. You, they're the role models for these kids because yeah. they because they reference the systemic. Meek racism. Mill, who just went to jail, they fuck the police. I didn't do nothing. Hey. Well, you did actually. Oh yeah. well, that's no, true. No, but fuck no, them anyways. No, no, here's my point though: is the systemic racism they're talking about? They're giving them the the roadmap. Yeah. To fall right into, <clears throat> yeah. Versus how do we beat this shit? Is it yeah. and that shit's whack. Like in a place like. Baltimore, place like Detroit, it is real. It, oh, yeah. It's oh, racist oh. as fuck. The setup is fucked up. The prison but we're not system, arguing about that. No, uh, we're no, just no, talking about what the, they, si- the system well, is the people that have the power but, to change that, exactly. they don't do it. They, they don't. They just no. keep, keep it going. But a guy way. like Jordan Lucas, who's trying to do something good, and if you listen to his music, you wouldn't be sitting there going like, let's pop six mollies. And even though Barack was half as black, you hated President Obama. I know that's a fact. You can't wait to get him out and put a cracker back. And then you gave us Donald Trump and I was paid back for that. I'm not racist. I never lied, but I noticed a disconnect between your culture and mine. Yeah, I praised Tupac like he was a fucking god. He was fighting for his life way before he fucking died. Nigga, die, nigga. And all you care about is money and power and being ugly. And that's the cracker within you. Hatred all in your brain. It's slowly start- Okay. Yeah, mad blacks for me. Think how mad blacks would be if they found out the Muslims were the re- real reason that Tupac and Biggie both got killed. Oh, God. I mean, oh, it is right? a fact. Right? It is actually the fact. Did, oh, did you listen to Selfie King on Biggie? Yeah. But I've always known that. Because yeah. they killed Malcolm X as well. Nation he was Islam. Muslim. Yeah. Nation and they hated Islam. him because he started talking about it. Yeah. They said, no, no, no. Muslims stay quiet. We do not talk about our religion. Yeah. He said, fuck you. This is a good thing. We can get people behind it. It, it, there's a lot of no. peace. There's a lot of good to it. Look at look at the one before him, Malcolm X. That's what I'm talking about, Malcolm X. And Tupac. Tupac, Tupac was, was Mus- a little different. Tupac was Muslim as shit. No, no, no. I'm talking about Malcolm X started coming out talking about Muslims. I know, and that's why they Nation killed of him. Islam. Yeah, Louis Farrakhan, all that shit. So Tupac was also the same, okay. but it was but, a little different because the, the, the lyrics he dropped right there, though. Yeah. Um, he talked about. Uh, Tupac being a god to them, uh-huh. um, you know some of that. Like Tupac, yeah, he had good lyrics, man. He wasn't like he was trying to push something positive. It wasn't even the it, it wasn't even the lyrics. It was the father figure that he presented to yeah. millions of black kids across the country, and they killed him. 
and it fucking sucked. But then at the same time, saying like, uh, <clears throat> oh, Brock was half white. We yes. Out of the- so Brock, here's the problem with that. Because Alan Keyes ran for president. I know. And no black people supported him. Ben Carson. And okay. 99. What's I, his name? I will proudly say this. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. I wanted Herman Cain. Okay. Herman Cain, though, he kind of fell apart. In fairness, Herman Cain. Yeah, because he cheated on his wife years ago. No, no, no. It, you some, remember that was the, re- the when he started falling apart, though. No. His biggest fall apart came after that. It was some policy stuff. He didn't know his shit. <laughs> Herman Cain had some gaffes. Bad. Aleppo kind of get? Yeah. yeah. No, no, literally. Yeah, no. I think it was about Syria or Afghanistan. Yeah. My, two, my three yeah, yeah, he has governments, some. branches that I'm going to get rid of are the- uh, No, that was Rick but, Perry. That was Rick Perry. No. So here's the thing, though. So you had Alan Keyes. Alan Keyes never had a gaffe. Alan Keyes was one of the best presidential candidates we've had in the last 50 years since JFK. Because Ronald Reagan. Mm. I know. No, no, get back to your point. Ben Carson, and I will probably say this forever, was my number one choice for presidential candidate, even over Trump. I thought- Hashtag Black Lives Matter. He was my number one. I had his fucking bumper sticker sitting up here in this office for a while. I know, I know. I love Ben Carson. The only bumper sticker I got, I didn't get a Trump bumper sticker. Now, once Ben Carson was out, you think Ben Carson? I went full. Part on of the reason Trump. he started falling asleep on the stage was he got high before he'd go out because he got so nervous. No, no, he's always been like that. That's the problem with Ben Carson. Scalpel. He's just no. He's not. Jesus His think eyes are open. His eyes are open. You know why they do that? Actually, because he's a surgeon. Surgeons yeah. look down like this. Yes, yeah. and he and he thinks. Ben Carson was my favorite presidential candidate ever. And I think you that. this for 20 years. And I'm going to be. Your head was up. You have to keep good posture. Otherwise yeah. Your yeah. But your eyes are down. Yeah. You would look exactly like Ben Carson looks. Yes. Let me answer that question. Yeah. He thinks about it. And honestly. He used to play with his fingers a lot too when he was talking. He's the most. thought he was texting. He's one of the. He wasn't. He was thinking. Playing with his fingers. Yeah. But it was because of the. Yeah. He's the most well-spoken candidate we maybe have ever had yeah, that he we is. can remember. He, the so guy, Trump called him a pedophile. <laughs> that was fucked up. But even Carson said, hey, it's the game, and he won because of it. Carson wouldn't get ugly, and that was his only mistake. He wouldn't go That wasn't his mistake. He shouldn't be president. Good people don't deserve that job. Trump is a great president because he's such a piece of shit. Yeah. Let's be real. Trump's a giant piece of shit. No great. Trump's always been a giant pile of dog shit. Name one great leader in world history who wasn't an asshole. Nobody. That's what I'm saying. Not one. Winston Churchill was a pile of shit. Patton, pile of shit. Winston Churchill actually might have been one of the greatest of all the leaders, one of the nicest. (coughs) And he was a dick. (laughs) He was a dick. But- he was actually, Churchill was actually a sensitive guy. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. We were going for an hour and 37 minutes on podcast number two tonight. I know. Holy crap. Hey, let's, hey, let's finish this song. Okay, okay, let's finish this song. Blame it on black niggas and blame it on black citizens. Aim at the black businesses. I ain't saying.
saying I'm innocent, but I might be any day now. Treating everybody how you want in any way how. I swear North Korea about to bomb us any day now. And now I'm ducking every time I hear a fucking play now. Shit. You know I make a lot of sense, but you just can't admit it. When Eminem went against Trump, that was the illest. Cause even though he's white, he let us know he's standing with us. I'm not racist, but I cry a lot. You don't know what it's like to be in a frying pot. Okay, so the North Korea thing, Luger join or join us, Luger, Lucas, Lucas, yeah, yeah, join Lucas said that like he's just freaked out by North Korea right now because he's oh. like Trump's fucking crazy and tough motherfucker, and Kim Jong Un is a crazy motherfucker too, and he's like I'm worried about that shit. So that was kind of the weakest description he gave of anything. But then with the Eminem stuff, yeah, but that's partly because Black Scroll conspiracy theory. So. That's true as fuck. Um, but with the with the Eminem, yeah, with Eminem, that is probably my biggest uh, gripe with the song is that because Eminem went against Donald Trump, he's saying with blacks. Because in my opinion, Hillary Clinton was far worse for blacks. So. I made that pretty clear as, with a million different things she said. Yeah, super predators. Boom. Not um, just that, but even deplorables, because no. she's putting blacks in that category. Yeah, any she's black not talking that about just any black that doesn't support her, any woman that doesn't support her. Fuck them. That's how she feels. So I would say that's the weakest point in the entire song is that Eminem cucking out like he did. You know, just being a total social justice warrior doesn't really make him on the side of black. And having said that, I would say that Eminem probably is on the side of blacks for the most part. Like, yeah, which that's was another thing. Like, why did yeah, anybody ever like, think Eminem wasn't? I was going to say, man? at what point did you think Eminem wasn't uh, like totally down with black people? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like D12, Dr. Dre. Like, <laughs> all right, let's finish this. All right, kill it. you don't know what it's like to mind your business and get stopped by the cops, and I know if you' about to die or not. You worry about your life, so you take mine. I love you, but I fucking hate you at the same time. I wish we could trade shoes or we could change lives so we can understand each other more, but that'll take time. I'm not racist. It's like we living in the same building, but splitting to both sides. I'm not racist. But there's two sides of every story, and now you know mine. Can't erase the scars with a bandage. Hoping maybe we can come to an understanding. Just let it play out. Agree to disagree, we can have an understanding. I'm not racist. So, um, what? Turn my down, you fuck. Oh, I just put yours that were mine at Bennett the whole time. Oh. Um, oh, you have yours that loud? Yeah, because otherwise I can hear you talk and it fucks with my head. Mm. Yeah, I, I can't not hear Turn mine way up again? All right, leave it there. So, because now you can't hear when I talk? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It that's better. You, it doesn't give you the echo. Yeah, I finally figured that's I figured it out a couple of podcasts ago. Um, so with that last part, 
The only problem with this song, honestly, like as far as as audio only, is that last part because you don't see him hug. So the end of the song, it should say like hugging. I don't know what it would do. Like it's fucked. It's it, it does make it hard though, because two things: one, you don't realize there was a white guy and a black guy singing both parts necessarily. Two, you don't see him hug at the end. So like, and you don't see him knock off the MAGA hat because in the middle of that, the yeah, black yeah, guy yeah. knocks the MAGA hat off. Um, Overall, though, it was good. Very. Uh, oh, it's a great song. Yeah. But watch the video because it'll give you the context to enjoy the song afterwards better. Yeah, but for sure, that really is though. That's I never thought of that as being an issue, but that is an issue. If you don't watch the video, you won't get. It's the, still overall though. If you're listening to that whole song in your car, song. you're like, yeah. damn, that was hard, nigga. Oh no. But if you watch the video, it'll make you cry. Yeah. The first time you watch it, you will cry. Period. Yeah. Pretty much. First time Joe showed it to me, we watched the first half of it, so I didn't really get it. And then I watched the rest of it when he left, or like when we were done with the podcast. And I had fucking tears streaming down my face like a little bitch. I felt like a baby. But it was it's because it's 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 good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, are those all yours? Make sure you get the right ones, because Maria's getting some of those. Um, but uh, yeah, in closing, so the end of the song, they hug, they come to like they. It's hey, look, here's your perception of me. Here's my perception of you. Let's work this thing out, and that's what uh, Jordan Lucas said. Is like this is what we should be doing. At the end of the day, yeah, we should be hugging each other and talking. And he's like, and he said, and this is the part I agree with the absolute most. Even though I agree with most of the song across the board, almost without exception, is that we should be honest in the way that we talk to each other too. Mm. And that was one of his points with even the white guy's part. It's like the white guy saying some harsh shit, but that's how he really sees it, and that's how he has to talk. Well, no, no. But he's saying, I mean, not talk, but fucking say what you mean. That's what I mean. So that the other guy knows what the fuck you think of him. So it's not. And then when you say, hey, you white motherfuckers, I don't really fucking like you. And that's just where I'm at. Like, they're both being honest with each other. Honesty. Nigger, get your shit together. Motherfucker, I don't like you white motherfuckers either. It's honesty. It's both sides coming together and saying, hey, this is really what I think about you. And then being able to say, oh, shit, I didn't understand your side of this. And at the end of it, the two of them are hugging and like a full-blown like bro hug, you know, like a good hug. And it all comes together. Yeah. And at the end of it, and we literally only got through two of the like eight topics I had for these two podcasts. But, well. Oh, shit. But that was fun. But honestly, this song deserved a whole podcast. It did. It really did because it, it is that good of a song, and it's it's just, the best rap song I've ever heard. Yeah. Period. I to me, this is the best rap song ever made. Right behind Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. No. What? No. Only Ma, only Ma and Percocet is better. No, seriously though. Like I and I watched that uh, the Buckethead Nation video review of it, and that too is essential. Like right. you should watch that. And the Jordan Lucas explanation on genius. Oh, is that the abortion one? No, no, that's no. Oh, oh, the ab- oh, gosh, damn. Yeah, you should watch every Jordan Lucas. 
Genius is the app that oh, does the lyrics. Sorry. So it's just him explaining the app, the lyrics. See, if we broke this song down, it would take about two fucking minutes. That's it. I'm about to throw it no honestly though that song really did deserve this whole podcast because it is that good uh, Jordan Lucas is a genius and really as far as rap goes because I'm not a huge rap I'm not a huge music guy in general like I listen to Fall Boy and Nickelback that's about it I'm boring I like music that works good for my runs that song is one of the few songs that have ever like been impactful to me on a personal level. So, Jordan Lucas, I'm not racist. Great song. Listen to all his music though, because he has one on abortion that's absolutely brutal. <laughs> that, shit, that abortion song probably deserves the next podcast. <laughs> right? All right. By itself. Time to go. All right. That wait, we gotta sing out now. My wait, no, 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 I no, no, fuck you. I get to do this one. You come in with the second part. All right, all right, all right. And by.